5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. What a uh, sports weekend it was. Welcome in, everybody. Ride home, Patrick Johnson Show. We got uh, basketball, we got baseball, we got all kinds of stuff popping today. We got Ben Byram in the house producing the effort. Hey, Ben. A very faint Mike Houston there in the background, but he's there. Yeah, it's laryngitis, maybe a little, uh, you know, allergies. There's pollen out there, Ben. Did you know that? It's getting warm around here, so yeah, I mean, it's springtime. Hey, never mind these gas prices, Ben. You just put a sale on your car. Hey-oh! Some quality stuff right there. That's a quality line, Ben. Don't tell me it was not. Uh, Where's the crickets? Where's the crickets? (laughs) (laughs) It's warm and windy. It's actually very... It's not hot, like, warm. You know what I mean? Like, you think 80 degrees, you think... Yeah, it's very lovely. Very lovely. Uh, so we'll see how long it lasts. Oh, no, temperatures are about to drop, and it's going to get cold and rainy. Because, and of course, wild. it is. Yeah, of course. Well, it's spring. It's March, Ben. Uh, which means March Madness, which means uh, we got conference tournaments popping. Uh, ECU women are in action right now as we speak, right? They are. There's so, a little bit of delay for whatever reason, but they just started. Oh, that is a big delay. That's like an hour delay. Did the, did the game before him go into multiple overtimes or something? Yes, so. I'm assuming. I saw it on Twitter, and I had the ESPN Plus feed pull up, and 4 o'clock came around, it still wasn't on, and then maybe 30 minutes afterwards, still wasn't on. So I'm mm. not quite sure what was happening down there. Now, because, uh, you know, it is central time. Now, were we mistaken in thinking this was – Four o'clock Eastern, or was no the the official women's page even tweeted out. There's a little bit of delay, but we're up and going now. Check us out on ESPN Plus. So okay, apparently there was some kind of delay for whatever reason. Well, I don't know if the first game went like multiple overtimes or if the yeah you never know what could happen with these things. You know, I, I, there was a game a few weeks ago where they I think Towson had some issues with water in on the floor and couldn't get it up, or it was condensation or something. I don't know. I always uh, thought a but, lot happened with the ECU women's basketball. Didn't you tell me earlier this year there was a quarter where they scored 25 to nothing on a team? Yeah, that was uh, the game I got called in the last minute. Yes, Ben. I remember it well. Uh, Memphis, 20-13 to 13 with 8.29 to go is what I have in the uh, first quarter over uh, ECU women's basketball. So they are uh, already starting the tournament out in uh, beautiful Fort Worth, Texas at the uh, excellent Stellar Dickies Arena. Uh, we've got that. We've got uh, the men's side starting for the Pirates on Thursday. Really was uh, hoping that uh, Joe and the guys would pull off the win on uh, on Saturday. That was a tough pill to swallow. Uh, ended up listening to it on 107.9, 107.9 WNCT because uh, I had to be on the road and had some other assignments and work. So I got to listen to the lion's share of the game from about the 10-minute mark in the uh, first half onward through the uh, bitter end, and uh, that was uh, too bad for uh, for Coach Dooley and the gang. So they will play Cincinnati, and that is a 1 o'clock tip on Thursday for uh, Pirate Basketball. If you're an NC State fan, if there are any of those still remaining out there, you got basketball coming up tomorrow. As uh, State at 4.30 will take on... Clemson, state the 15 seed in the ACC tournament. Speaking Ooh. of the ACC, tur- yeah. Speaking of the ACC tournament, uh, the voice of the ACC, Wes Durham, will be with us in a little more than 10 minutes. Here on the Patrick Johnson Show, he was in the house for Coach K's final game. Uh, before we get to that, of course, baseball winning this weekend. Thought it was a really class move that uh, ECU gave Eric Backich and uh, Nick Schnabel uh, a big honor before the game. You were there, Ben. You saw that. I thought that was. That was just a total class move there, the uh, Michigan Brain Trust receiving that 
uh, kind of framed 23 jersey and, and being honored for their playing days as Pirates for Coach LeClaire. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess once a pirate, always a pirate. And uh, even Coach Godelman says that that's still one of his close friends, one of his best friends. So uh, definitely expected when it came to uh, that pregame ceremony. I, you know, we did a really good uh, – back during the pandemic, I thought we, we really did some good programming um, and had some interesting interviews on and kept it informative and, and good. Absolutely. We, we were probably lucky to have stayed on the air during that time. But um, I, I've, I, one of the interviews I always enjoyed from that horrible time period was uh, Eric Backich and Cliff Godwin at the same time on with us. That was just a cool interview. Ah, I do remember that. I, yeah. I've forgotten all about that. Yeah. We tried to get Backich last week. The, the issue they had is they were down in Florida for a couple of games before they came up here. And with the travel and all that, it just was too too much to kind of put it together. And then... There are days we were on that didn't work for them. Days were off. We're supposed to get the commissioner of the American on Thursday. So we'll see if that happens in some form, either uh, live or if we have to arrange and tape something with him over the next couple of days. Uh, but uh, if we do that, because we will not have radio shows the next couple of days, we may put that out in a podcast and then just play parts of it for you. I, you know, I, I don't know. It just depends on if we get him live or not for Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Mike Oresco. Either way, it's going to be a lengthy interview. It always is. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd almost rather have him on tape because it's just, you know, um, just kind of – there's not the pressure of, you know, we got to get this in before this segment. We got breaks. I mean, we are a commercial enterprise. So we uh, are a capitalistic mindset here. So we, we can't – we just can't blow out breaks – and not take them because, you know, we actually have people paying for our airtime, paying for the, for, for being part of our airtime and supporting us, you know, actually spending money and, uh, which we appreciate greatly, all of our sponsors. Uh, so we want to be fair to them, but uh, when you get him, it, it, if it's on tape, it gives you a little more flexibility to maybe bust that thing up a little instead of, uh, you know, 30 or 40 minutes un, uh, uninterrupted. Um, Cliff Godwin after the uh, win against Michigan, 10-8 on Saturday. We won the game. That's all that matters. And you got to win games all types of ways. A week ago, you guys were talking about how bad our offense is. So we put up 10 runs and swung the bats really good tonight. And you know, pitching the clutch. I mean, I thought Garrett Saylor was great. I thought Spivey was great. Throws was amped up and was up in the zone early. But we asked a lot of him this week with the workload that he's had the past 10 days. Uh, and then Nick Lowe's came in and closed it out. I mean, we're going to have to have different guys do that. And, uh, he did it in a very crucial situation with the wind blowing out. All right, we've got uh, Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Cliff Godwin, our podcast coming up. We're going to share a little bit of that with you here in a little bit as well. Uh, but you can go to 943thegame.com and uh, take that in. Before uh, we uh, give you a little quick Duke uh, UNC recap from our position, and again, West Durham, who was in the building, will be uh, in on that. Uh, congrats to Farmville Central. They made it back to the uh, state championship game. Uh, High School Athletic Association announced that they're going to be playing uh, the girls Saturday at noon against Salisbury at the Smith Center in Chapel Hill. The boys game will follow at 2.30 as the Farmville boys, the three-time defending state champ, will play J.M. Robinson. Uh, inside the Dean Dome, we're uh, efforting uh, some coverage on that, so we'll let you know throughout the week how that uh Stacks up. Uh, I had uh, an assignment on Saturday to call games for the NFHS network uh, on uh, an excellent production from Big Sports TV. I got to give my guy Jay Bell a shout out there. But uh, Bertie, take it on Bishop McGinnis. That's a 2.30 game from Reynolds Coliseum at NC State. So we'll see how uh, the Bertie County Lady Falcons do as they uh, make it to their first ever state title game in the 1A ranks as they knocked off Wilson Prep. So, well, uh, obviously the big uh, story from the weekend, UNC uh, defeating uh, Duke in Coach K's final game at Cameron Indoor Stadium. It sounded like this on our sister station, Groove and Oldies 94-1. Stops on the low right side, kicks it to Manic, three ball. Got it from the left sideline, Manic the triple. I had a friend of mine earlier this year, and look, I mean, I, I think, I don't think Hubert Davis is uh, – he's not going to be awful, but I, I think he's – it's not going to be what it has been with Dean Smith and 
He's not going to be up to the standard that they've uh, held the coaches in high regard there at UNC. He's not well, going to be on that the, level. Their fans are calling this their biggest win ever. Bigger than national titles. And I'm, I'm not, it's a joke. It's a Jeez. joke. But it, but it brings me to my point. Uh, and I'll be quicker because we got to get West Durham. They That was the program at one time. Certainly in the state, perhaps in the country. And Duke surplanted them in the last 20, 25 years as the national brand. Absolutely. Duke or the Yankees. Duke or the Dallas Cowboys. You know, Duke is the New England Patriots. They are the national brand. UNC, great program, not the national brand. Doesn't move the needle beyond the borders of this state, maybe in Tidewater, Virginia. Otherwise, it's an also-ran. A friend of mine, really smart basketball guy, said earlier in the year with Hubert Davis, they're, they're, they're looking a little more like becoming what Indiana has become. And I agreed with him at the time, but then what Saturday proved to me is this. As long as Duke exists and Duke is really, really, really good and Duke is the national brand, and who knows what John Shire's going to do. I, I tend to believe with the players he's bringing in, they're going to continue to, at least in the short term, be a national title contender. Because you can have – a lot of people don't like the one and done, and what have you. If you have talent, you're always going to be – NBA talent, you're always going to be in the mix. Kentucky is always kind of in the mix because of – of that, but you're going to be, you're always going to be able to be relevant because if you do knock off a Duke or even the years that UNC is good, Duke's not so great, but the rivalry will allow that relevancy. We'll get some thoughts on that with West Durham coming up, but uh, it is kind of interesting. Let you little, let you know the kind of mindset of the UNC fan out there that they consider this bigger than all the national titles and ACC titles they want and truly big games they want. I mean, you take out the K thing, you know, and, and I mean, it's, it's the rivalry, which is big, but I mean, Duke was playing for nothing. They'd already wrapped up the ACC. I mean, again, yeah, it was what it was, but I mean, that's, it was a bigger game for UNC. Yeah. They were playing for a tournament bid. UNC yeah. was, I mean, they're still in the Absolutely. outside looking in right now. Well, I think they're in now, but yeah, at the time you're right. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got, the great West Durham. We'll talk some college hoops, ACC tournament and stuff with him. And uh, we'll come back and uh, have some Pirate Report info for you. Cliff Godwin later on in the hour. So stay tuned. Online or on the go. Love it. Log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com. Top-rated programs throughout the day. You need to. Tell your smart speaker to stream 94.3 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. 94.3 The Game's Miracle Maker Radiothon is back. We believe in miracles. Thursday and Friday, March 24th and 25th from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. We're teaming up with the Children's Miracle Network supporting the James and Connie Maynard Children's Hospital at Vidant Medical Center. Call in your pledges to give the gift of growing up and ensure miracles keep happening in ENC. Thank you. Visit 943thegame.com now to make an early donation and learn more. With 94.3 The Game, caring for our communities. Are you shopping for a new boat but can't find exactly what you want or don't want? Check out Pair Custom Boats in Washington. They custom build your boat with no more or no less than exactly what you want. You can design it yourself with Pair Custom Boats. Towers, T-tops, no T-tops, forward seating, rear seating, or just a flush deck. They can customize your wants and needs in one of their four models. And the big news for 2022 is there are now two new models being introduced this year. The new 25-foot and 27-foot models will be great additions to the pair custom
Customs lineup. Call today, 252-717-7009. Visit the website at paramarine.com or come see us in Little Washington, North Carolina. That's 252-717-7009. Prepare custom boats or visit the website and check out all the models at paramarine.com. You can sit down and build your own custom built center console with Pair Custom Boats. Happy hours are always a swashbuckling good time with the P-Man. Happy hour for me never starts till after five. Me either. This is only number three. Let's get back to the Patrick Johnson Show here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. All right, we got to hustle with Wes Durham. We want to maximize our time with him. Awesome to uh, have him on. Wes, how are you? Great to uh, great to speak to you again. Thanks, Patrick. Good to be with you, man. Hope you're well. Yeah, Wes Durham, of course. Packer and Durham on the ACC Network, voice of the ACC. Uh, lots to get into with him. Henry Hinton says hello. That's one of the notes I got here for you. So you want to <laughs> shout That's out awesome. there? Tell him, yeah. Tell him thank you very much. I appreciate that. There you go. Uh, all right. So uh, you were in the building for uh, Coach K's final home game, and uh, UNC spoiled it. That just adds to the lore of the rivalry. But, you know, as far as the environment, what was your uh, what were your kind of thoughts as that was developed? Of course, you were working, so you're concentrating on that, but I guess trying to soak it in a little bit as well. Oh, no, yeah, I think you can't help but be kind of taken back by, you know, nearly 100 players there spanning – not only Coach K's 42 years, but you had guys like Paul Fox, Steve Basindak. Um, you know, you had guys from, you know, early than, earlier than Coach K. So that was kind of cool, too. I wasn't expecting anybody from before that. So to, to see guys that were around, you know, maybe in the late 60s. Steve Basindak was, you know, first team All-ACC in 1966 or 7, I think. So great player in his own right. And to see guys like that was pretty cool. Um I think they did a really good job. I think it's an unbelievable moment, and it's certainly a seminal moment for the ACC. I think it's a top five, top ten conference moment in its history. Um, but, you know, as I kept kind of alluding to during the show all week long last week, there was going to be a ball game to play. And Debbie Antonelli, who was doing the, the curtain call show with us, said, you know, at some point we're going to start playing basketball. And when they started playing basketball, it was it was pretty evident, I think, when Carolina kind of answered that 14-0 run by Duke, that we were going to play basketball for the full 40 minutes. We weren't going to play it, you know, like Carolina did the first time a month ago in Chapel Hill. This was going to be the real deal. And you know what? They uh, they kind of stole the party at the end. But uh, it adds to the rivalry, as you said a moment ago, and I think it sets up for really a new era with Hubert Davis and John Shire going forward to do you obviously UNC had a lot? There's the rivalry factor, but I think a lot to play for to try to get that signature win that solidifies them on the on the right side of the bubble and gets them in, which by all accounts they have appeared right. to, to do. So uh, you know that that kind of explains their situation. Did you get the sense though that I mean it's a fabulous team for Duke, but a lot of young guys on there. I don't know if it would be immaturity or just the moment was too big, but. Was it pressing? What, what what did you, or is it just UNC was that good and it was their night? Well, I think Carolina played as well as they played all year, Patrick. I think that's number one. I think the next thing you have to remember, too, is is that while Duke is as talented a team as the ACC has and, and maybe the most talented team the ACC has, um, there are times when it's not going to be your night when shots don't go. And I thought Duke started to press as much anything else, not press defensively, just press in terms of trying to make something happen in the last 10 minutes of the game. And that's when the game went from, what, three to five points to, yeah. you know, with about five minutes to go, Leaky Black hit that up and under on the reverse layup. And the next thing you know, that the ball game kind of ballooned from there, right? And I think that's when Duke realized that, you know, the defense hadn't really been consistent all night long and they were going to have to find a way – you know, to maybe win another route and shots weren't going. And when Black hit that up and under, I thought, okay, now this this is going to be interesting to see how they handle the next two or three possessions. Well, they were all missed shots. And they weren't stopping anybody, and so Carolina took advantage of it. I thought R.J. Davis was the guy that, you know, the guys that played well for Carolina, I think R.J. Davis wrote his name in a book they'll be talking about 50 years from now. Um, in a game they'll be talking about a long time, he's going to be the guy they talk about because I thought his play early in the first half, he and Brady Manick especially, 
um, were the two guys that lifted Carolina kind of from the doldrums of the game they had a month ago. I know uh, you you've, you have an interesting perspective historically on the rivalry. You've seen a lot of great moments. Right. The aforementioned Henry Hinton has seen a lot of great moments. There have been a lot of great moments in UNC basketball. Is it uh, mm-hmm. recency bias caught up in the emotion when you have, and I have a lot of UNC friends, who say this is the greatest win in, in UNC history. I mean, I, I get the emotion, but come on, man. <laughs> well, it was the first time in 32 years that unranked Carolina beat ranked Duke at Cameron, Patrick. I mean, Yeah, but there have been know, some big wins prior, sandwiched in between there. <laughs> they won a championship well, a couple sure. years ago. Yeah, I mean, you've got national championships. If you... If you qualify the statement of "Is this the biggest regular season win in Carolina history?" Yeah, no, I, think I it's would in go the with ballpark. that. I don't yeah, know. If no. it's one, two, three, four, or five. I, I hate those type things, but um, it's in the ballpark. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Steve Kirshner and I were having a text exchange last night because we talked about it this morning on our Packer and Durham show. Sixty-two, sixty-three. Dean Smith won at Kentucky against Adolph Rupp early in his career. <laughs> Right. Kentucky was nationally ranked. That was a pretty big damn win, too. You know, I mean, yeah. um, Carolina beat Duke in a terrific game when they opened the Smith Center in January of 1986. That, I mean, we haven't talked about that game until now. So, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, it's a, it's a big one, but I'll tell you what it is. And, and it teaches us all a lesson in sports, whether you're a Carolina fan, Duke fan, or you're an NC State person and you're put off by the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> here's, here's the right. thing. Mm-hmm. You you cannot deny one thing. Duke Carolina have made each other better. Duke Carolina is the best college basketball rivalry in the country. Duke Carolina is in the discussion as the best rivalry in sports. That's what it is. So and and look, Mike Shashevsky deserves all these flowers and many many more for what he's done at Duke. But to dismiss Carolina was foolish. Last week, not because oh, no. they won the yeah. game, but because of the history of the series, like you just talked about. And I thought, quite frankly, there was a lot of that going on last week. And I, even in a production meeting for our show last Saturday night, I said, "Hey, by the way, what happens if Carolina wins?" <laughs> and the producer went, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, Carolina goes over there and wins." He goes, "You don't think they'll win, do you?" I said, "No, but I've seen enough of these series to know that what you don't think will happen." Sometimes happens. happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I said so. on the show, we didn't have a show Friday. I, we, last show last week, Thursday. I mean, I, I made a point in this show here to say there's a great chance they're going to win on, on, uh, because you, you just don't know. It's the rivalry thing there. Nobody was talking about him. You're hundred percent right. I, all right. I want to ask you a couple of other things. The great West Durham, uh, Packer and Durham ACC network is, is here. Uh, Alondis Williams, Wake Forest player of the year in the ACC, uh, what do you what say you on that? I voted for him because I thought he was a player that would until Buddy Bayheim scored thirty on Saturday, he was gonna lead the league in scoring and assist and become the first player ever to do it. That's not the only reason. I thought he was a player who was directly responsible for a team to have a ten win improvement in ACC history, and that's the first time it's happened. They had a ten win conference game improvement from a year ago. And in my opinion, that is remarkable, especially in today's college basketball. He's the first transfer to win it. I, I was going to vote for him before I heard that. Um, yeah. Baycott had a marvelous year, but Alondis Williams during the regular season was the most consistent and the most dynamic player in terms of impacting his team. Not that Armando Baycott wasn't. He was very, very good. That's why I think it was close. But I thought Alondis Williams was a, a terrific, terrific addition to Wake Forest. And Part of the reason the Deacons have had the success, and he's the primary reason. Jake LaRavia also involved there. Certainly give Dallas Walton credit. But Alondis Williams, you haven't seen him live. He's worth the ticket. That's all I can tell you. Steve Forbes, I don't know if he got the lifetime contract uh, like they, they <laughs> offered to hand it out he earlier didn't. this year. But, I mean, he got a pretty good extension today, Coach of the Year. Uh, yeah. Obviously, what he has done, and, and you know basketball, Wes, so you knew this. A lot of people were probably wondering when they hired him, okay, who's this? Steve Forbes will recruit to whatever level he's at because he's done that throughout his career. That's correct. And I think his 
the biggest benefit, and, and I've gotten to know him pretty well, and I like him a ton, his biggest benefit is he worked in junior college basketball, so he understands getting guys to plug in to rosters that are totally evolving. And when you think about it, transfer portal and all the other things that are going on, the COVID year and everything else, he needed that. And so, quite frankly, the, the junior college characteristics were probably fairly adaptable with this particular Wake Forest team. And I thought the grad transfers he took and Walton and Williams were significant and LaRavia is a terrific transfer he got from Indiana State. And the real, the real trick to that deal, Patrick, is he got those guys to learn how to play together pretty quick. I mean, think about it. He had a spring and, and most of a summer to kind of do that. And, you know, they stumbled a little bit early. I mean, LSU hammered them and things like that. But And they lost to Duke twice, once convincingly, the other time, you know, at the horn kind of deal. And uh, I think he's done a hell of a job. I think he's going to be a very good coach in this league for a long time, man. The, uh, who, who do you like of this, this tournament? And, and I'm, I'm sure you've watched and may have even participated. I've got a lot of it in the queue, but the – the tournament uh, that the ACC oh, the Network has put out. Oh, oh, unreal, unreal. I, I, I was going to try to binge some of that tonight, that what was left over <laughs> uh, recording just before all the tournaments begin this week. But uh, who, who do you like in the uh, – who, who do you like in this? I mean, who can make a run? Is it is it going to be Duke, or, or do you feel like somebody who maybe needs to solidify things? UNC seems now that they're in, so where do you see this going? I think it's going to be Duke. I mean, I think they – They've got the best chance to win, but I also think you've got to keep an eye on somebody like Notre Dame. Notre Dame's got as talented a freshman as I think the ACC has in Blake Wesley, um, and they've got guys who can hit shots from the perimeter and good with Lashesky, Hub, and uh, I, I'm kind of excited to see what happens. They've also got a serviceable big in Paul Atkinson inside, so I, I think Notre Dame's got a chance. I um, I think Virginia Tech, even though it didn't end well in the regular season. And I'm not going to take Virginia. I never take Tony Bennett out of consideration in a tournament. Yeah. No chance. Not not with the way they played down the stretch. Not with as solid as Reese Beekman has been. Jaden Gardner has played well in this league, um, as you guys probably would have expected him to, coming from East Carolina. And I think with Gardner and, and Reese Beekman, I think they've got a chance. Kihei Clark's been playing 10 years, so I think uh, any of that can happen for sure. Let me just 60 seconds here. I know you got to go, and I, we appreciate the time. West Durham, uh, ACC Network, uh, on with us here today. Uh, NC State, they come as the 15th seed. It does appear by all accounts right. Kevin Keats is going to be back. Uh, I would say yep. a lot of apathy has kind of set in uh, from the from the fan base this year. I mean, they're just, you know, kind of whatevs sure. uh, about the whole mm-hmm. thing. Uh, that, to me, in some ways is a little worse than everybody being really torqued off. Yeah, in some ways it is, but I think also, too, you got to give Kevin, number one, he lost his best player, or at least the player that would change the dynamic of the season the quickest in the first minute of the first game. Second thing is this, too, and Boo Cargan's a smart guy, the athletics director, Patrick. I, I would offer you this. Boo Cargan knows Kevin Keats gets to recruit now without the cloud of the NCAA hanging over him. Yeah. And I think you got to be fair to your basketball coach and allow that to happen. He's a... He's a really good basketball coach, a really talented recruiter. I think you'll see some tweaks around him. But at the same time, I think Boo's doing the right thing. I think that's the the proper thing to do when you're kind of looking dynamically at where this might go. All right. uh, Squeezing another one here in a minute, a couple things. Uh, What are you hearing about the Louisville job? Who gets that? Will there be any other coaching changes in the league? I I kind of hear some stuff about Brownell. Holy cow. Yeah. the, Kenny Payne is an assistant with the New York Knicks, played at Louisville, worked for Calipari at UK. He is a guy whose name you surface is more than most. I think they're probably going to try and talk to Mick Cronin at UCLA. I don't know that Mick Cronin will take the job. I think UCLA is a, a gettable job from that position in the Pac-12. But Mick Cronin likes horses, too, so you never know. <laughs> I mean, I don't right. think they, they have horses in L.A., but not kind of he likes in Kentucky. So. Um, Kenny Payne would be the guy that I would say would be the first one they'll talk to, though. And it, if he says yes, the search is over, I think. you got to have a showman coach that team, though. can't have a yeah. guy who just kind of meanders on the sideline. you gotta be a, you got to be a guy. That's a pro team. That's a college team in a pro city or a pro-thinking city. they got a pro yeah. building. they got a pro attitude. Louisville needs to be good. A- any other changes, maybe? I mean, does anybody else maybe get the axe? So. No, I, I think okay. that – I think, well, outside of Shire replacing uh, the GOAT, I'm not sure we're going to. 
you know, I think we've, we've had a couple. Um, but you never know. we got some coaches over the age of 70, so it's going to be interesting. Hey, Wes, thanks. I uh, hope we can get you back on down the road at some point and, and talk just more college overall because that's always fun to do. So thanks for hopping on All with right, us. Appreciate Patrick. it. You bet. Take care, my man. Be well. All right. There he goes, Wes Durham. Uh, ben, I'm going to say this. Blasphemy, he's not calling a game in the ACC tournament. I agree. That, I mean, he's kind of that, a fixture when it comes to the ACC, and he's not in the ACC tournament. He's, I mean, it's absolutely he's the voice of the league for crying out loud. Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't understand that. Yeah. I didn't want to bring it up because, you know, I like Wes. I don't want to put him in a bad spot. Yeah, I mean, he might not be all that thrilled about it either. So, I mean, I don't think he was. To bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> probably not best to bring it up. He didn't seem kind of a, when I asked him. So. Yeah, we alluded to it there. He didn't seem, uh, you know, great. Um, all right. We're going to uh, let's get a – well, Ben, you go ahead and do an update here, and then we'll get a break, and we'll come back, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, we'll have a pirate report for you on the other side. Here is Ben Byram with a 94-3 The Game sports update. Thanks to Wes Durham for being with us. Still got comments from Cliff Godwin to come, but we'll hear some pirate players in our pirate report in just a bit. Back after this, but right now, here is Ben Byram with a sports update. Thanks, Patrick. Let's take a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation, starting with Pirate Baseball, who officially notched five wins in a row and swept the Keith LeClaire Classic to improve to 6-5 and five on the season after their 6-3 win over 21st-ranked Maryland. The Diamond Pirates return to action tomorrow as they travel Blacksburg to take on Virginia Tech. First pitch for that matchup is set for 4 o'clock. can be heard right here on 94.3 The Game. From Pirate Women's Lacrosse, they defeated Stetson on the road 18-8 to improve to 5-2 on the season earlier today. Megan Trinsky broke a program record for most assists in a game with five in the win, as well as most points in a game with eight for women's hoops. Tania Thompson earned some big-time honors from the conference, becoming the second Pirate in program history to earn all AAC first-team honors and become the first in program history to be named the AAC's most improved player. The Lady Pirates are currently in action in the AAC tournament as they battle Memphis in that game right now. The score is... Come on, ESPN. Memphis currently leads 35 to 23 at the half. Moving on. Oh, and from ECU men's basketball, the Pirates drop a tough one in Wichita to the Wheat Shockers, losing 70 to 62. The Pirates officially finishes the ninth seed and will play eighth seeded Cincinnati in the AAC tournament this Thursday at one o'clock on ESPNU. Elsewhere in college hoops, Barton College's women's team earns a bid to the D2 National Championship tournament after winning 22 games straight and being ranked seventh in the country. Former Farmville Central standout and NC Central point guard Justin Wright has been named to the All MEAC Conference team, and Duke's Paolo Bonchero has been named a. ACC Rookie of the Year, Wake Forest Head Coach Steve Forbes won ACC Coach of the Year, and Wake's Alondez Williams won Player of the Year. Speaking of Farmer Central earlier, both their boys and girls basketball teams will be playing the 2A State Championship this Saturday in the Dean Dome. Farmer Central girls tip off at noon versus Salisbury, and the boys will fall at 2.30 against J.M. Robinson. The 1A State Championship, Bertie County girls battle Bishop McGinnis at 2.30 for Reynolds Coliseum. From the Carolina Panthers, CBS Sports' Jonathan Jones reports that the Panthers have received trade calls for running back Christian McCaffrey. He claims the Panthers won a first-round pick and another piece in return from the former All-Pro. And elsewhere in the NFL, Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley has been suspended for the 2022 season for gambling on games. And the Cowboys are preparing to release star receiver Amari Cooper, while the Patriots have already released linebacker Kyle Van Noy. That's going to do it for your 94 for the game sports update. I'm Ben Byron, Pirate Report. On the other side of this quick timeout. Eastern North Carolina's home for the Adam Gold Show. Come on in. Weekdays at noon, right here on Eastern Carolina's home for sports. I love sports. And the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Atavola in Greenville is your local marketplace. Atavola offers diverse menu selections, casual lunches, and family meals ready to go. At Atavola, they specialize in the creative use of fresh ingredients, seasonal menu selections, and fun culinary creations from the kitchen that will satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Treat yourself to lunch or dinner today at Atavola, and make sure to join them the second Wednesday of every month for their free wine tastings. Atavola Red Banks Road in Greenville. At U.S. Cellular, we know you have a choice of wireless carriers. 
And while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones, at U.S. Cellular, you can choose any phone from any brand for free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. Time for a weather update, and yep, there's still weather outside. It's a temperature. It could rain or not. It's either hot or cold, so wear a jacket or don't. Anyway, good luck. Unclear information isn't helpful, which is why when your car needs repair, head to Meineke Car Care Centers. With Meineke e-inspection, we'll send photos and technician notes straight to your phone, telling you what should be fixed and why. Get a basic oil change starting in 1995. Meineke, doing car care right. At participating locations, terms and conditions apply. Hi, Bobby. Hey, Sarah. The usual. This is the last time I'm coming here for coffee. I'm on a budget now. One sec. Cold brew for Blake! It's Jake from State Farm. Sarah, don't give up what you love. State Farm has policy options to get you a surprisingly great rate. Good! I need my iced oat milk latte with caramel and cinnamon on top. Girl, me too. For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. In a world where a single touch can threaten the surfaces of your home, there's Microband 24. Just one spray fights bacteria all day. Bacteria incoming. Shields up, defenders. When used as directed, Microband 24 sanitizing spray forms a defensive shield that keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch. Threat eliminated. Microband 24. Don't just sanitize it. Microband it. Now spraying in a store near you. Getting the Pirate Nation home. It's the Patrick Johnson Show. Well, the drive home should be a delight. Here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Well, maybe you're somebody looking a new job, right? Bored at work? Want to make more money in your new career, right? Victra, the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. Victra's contact center in Greenville, now hiring. They want to hire 100 people this month. Open positions for consumer sales, business, business to business sales. Almost said business like we do on the mean streets of K-Town. Simply business. Business to business sales, retail store support, customer care and commission uh, and operations support. Incredible uh, commission potential. It's through the roof. Paid face-to-face training in medical, dental, vision. Paid time off. 50% discount on your wireless bill. Access to wages prior to payday. 401k matching. You can earn top dollar while working in a fun environment with motivated professionals. Pit-jobs.com for Victra now. Again, they want to hire 100 people this month. Victra. Apply today. Pit-jobs.com. Ben, you want to do the Pirate Report? Let's do it. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Real quick, always anonymous text line. Giving Uh-oh. us some uh, props for the Wes Durham interview. Wes was good. There we, we go. could have had longer with him. but. Uh, and then the uh, Wolfpack fans, what is it here? Uh, why, why are you crushing steak? not crushing them they the fans of it's apathy with the fans fans don't care about basketball yeah they're they're all about football they they're excited they were excited till this weekend about baseball it's swept by northeastern that's that's not good well they ran into some good arms i checked one of one of my sources okay all right. what i'm saying what i'm saying is i i mean look i like kevin keats i covered kevin when he was at wilmington uh did a couple caa tournaments when he was the coach there, I, I like Kevin a lot. 
I was I'm I'm impressed with him when I met with him one on one, and he's he's a heck of a guy. But I just don't think uh, the fans care this year. Well, what what do they expect? They expect you to come on and give a, some glowing praise for NC State on the flight yeah, station, the ECU Pirates. We're not, I mean, uh, that's not we're our not deal. The, we're not our guy Gilio and that other guy. Yeah. I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna come on and and do that. I mean, just not. Um, what am I looking for here? Oh, I found it. All right. Uh, here are some pirate players. Uh, we'll start with Zach Agnos. Uh, this was uh, following the Indiana. State game uh, from the weekend as the Pirates capture the 19th annual Keith LeClaire Classic and Zach Agnos with uh, a celebratory state after the win over the uh, Sycamores. Yeah, you know, I didn't think we had our best stuff. Uh, Cooch was on a short day's rest, obviously, moving up to Friday. And he, he'll say it, Coach Guy will say it. He didn't have his best stuff, but he just went out there and competed, and that's uh, – that's the culture we got. We're just competitors, grimy, gritty players. Like, that's just what we preach and showed today because we didn't have our best punch. So He talked about playing in the LeClaire Classic and what that means. It's special. Um, I just got chills, actually. You asked me the question just because, you know, Coach Gowan played for Coach LeClaire, and, you know, I'm not saying it's exactly like his program was run, but very similar, and it gives me chills because we still talk about it. And, and hit the, what he's done – in 2001, it's led to a lot, lot of success down the road here, and it's just built a great culture for us. Skyler Brooks was great against Indiana State, got the save for strikeouts, allowed a hit. This is uh, what he had to say after that performance Friday night. Oh, yeah. Uh, just glad I got the chance to go out there and, you know, help the team. Uh, luckily, my number was called, and I was able to perform tonight. But, you know, thanks to CJ, gave me the ball, and uh, just had his back. We just passed the baton. All right, uh, this is uh, Garrett Saylor following uh, the win against Michigan, the 10-8. Pitched late in uh, the game in relief, three strikeouts allowed a hit. Says he's comfortable out of the pen. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say comfortability is the, is the word to use. Just, uh, I'm more mental right now. Like My mental approach is a whole lot better than it was with those first couple outings. So that's kind of what, what it is for me. Reading is fundamental, but I left a key word down. Is he comfortable out of the pen? That's That was more of a question than a statement because he said he was not. It's more of a mental thing. There you go. Which I guess he's saying in a way he is comfortable. All right, uh, Sailor uh, on uh, – well, we could skip that. That's not uh, – that's changed since then. Let's go to Alex Makarevich. Uh, AMAC uh, talked about the pirate partisans during the Michigan game. It kind of reminded me of like a regional kind of the environment here tonight. The fans, just everyone here for LeClaire, and it's just amazing. And he talked about playing in the LeClaire Classic. Like Zach kind of said the other night, he gets chills. I mean, I, I do the same thing. I got chills. I mean, there's nothing better than playing baseball here in Dingle. Bryson Worrell, kid from uh, Wilson area. Had a homer, drove in two as the Pirates beat uh, Maryland 6-3 on Sunday. Whirl, a uh, homer in the third inning. He talked about the big shot. Uh, yeah, the wind's blowing out, and um, it's a very offensive day. So to give our pitchers that cushion, um, gives them more confidence up there to throw the ball over the middle, and maybe if they hit a the ball out, we still have the league going into later innings. He talked about his approach at the dish moving forward. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it simple up there. Um, I've definitely moved around the lineup a lot since I've been here, but I like hitting leadoff. Um, trying to see a lot of pitches, just have a team at bat up there. All right, so the Pirates have reeled off four wins in a row, have beaten a diverse array of opponents from UNC to Duke to Indiana State to Michigan, which congratulations, Derek Backage, who got his 300th coaching win Friday. Uh, when they knocked off Maryland, and then, of course, the Pirates beat Maryland on Sunday. Uh, tomorrow at Virginia Tech, they're off to the 9-1 and one start. Good up-and-coming program. Trip to Blacksburg. Weather will be okay. It's going to be kind of a blah day on Wednesday. Cold when they play at Radford. Uh, so the Pirates hitting the road. 4 o'clock tomorrow, 345 airtime. 3 o'clock on Wednesday, 245 airtime. No PJ show the next few days. And then St. Mary's, who is... Uh, only got one loss in the year, comes in for the weekend series for the Pirates. Uh, head to Old Dominion next week and then uh, College of Charleston. I volunteered to carry uh, scooters uh, 
equipment to go down to Charleston. I'll do that for him. Yeah, that'd be a good little getaway. Charleston's a neat little town. I could stay there in uh, Charleston. Or I could stay at the Working Man's Beach after, and then go down and help carry his equipment in Wilmington. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's Give an important me that, job there carrying his that, equipment. That, yeah, I'll carry the microphones. All right, uh, that is today's pirate report. Don't forget pirate basketball also coming up on uh, Thursday. I got to talk to you about something about that Ben, coming up, but we'll get into it. Oh, but uh, yeah, but um, pirate basketball Thursday. And that will be a uh, 1 o'clock tip, a 12.30 uh, pregame when the uh, Pirates play Cincinnati in the upcoming uh, opening round of the American Athletic Conference uh, tournament. Pirates could have finished as high as 7th, but uh, the loss at Wichita, tough place to win, and they uh, are the nine seed. All right, uh, we'll be back. A little bit of Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Cliff Godwin. Bring you some of the highlights uh, from that after this. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Get lasting joint pain relief without surgery, without drugs, without downtime. New options are now available here. Regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. This is Patrick Johnson talking about biologic therapies. It's the most exciting medical development in years. These remarkable regenerative treatments actually encourage your own body to help heal the damaged tissue in your joints. Professional athletes, they've done it for years. It's now available for folks like you and me. If you've been struggling with knee, back, shoulder, or hip pain, arthritis pain of any kind, you need to check out the exciting natural alternative with incredible patient satisfaction reports. Restorative biological therapies at QC Kinetics. Effective treatments for chronic joint pain with no drugs and no surgery. Call now for a free consultation. Learn about all the regenerative options available to help you get pain-free. Call the medical professionals right here in our own backyard at QC Kinetics. 252-756-PAIN. That's 252-756-7246. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Need to insure a boat in Edenton? A business in Elizabeth City? A car in Greenville? How about a farm truck in Columbia or a home on the Outer Banks? Weatherly Insurance Agency, an independent insurance agency with five locations in eastern North Carolina is here to help. Weatherly Insurance Agency has agents you can get to know because they're your neighbors and live in your town. Call today, 888-OBX-2-IBX or on the web at weatherlyinsurance.com. From the Outer Banks to the Inner Banks, Weatherly Insurance has you covered. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is the home of the best margaritas. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Tuesday for the Gulf of Mexico. A huge 46-ounce lime margarita for only $6.99. On Thursdays, relax and enjoy half-price pitchers of Chico's house margaritas. Choose from lime, strawberry, blood orange, raspberry, or peach. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and now available through DoorDash, featuring a half-gallon of the famous margarita mix to go for only $9.99. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. It's time to head inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate Baseball Coach Cliff Godwin. On your home for East Carolina baseball, 94-3 the game. Going back, looking up, see you later! Patrick Johnson's visit with Coach Godwin is covered by The Gavigan Agency, covering Pirate Nation's personal and commercial insurance needs with offices in Greenville and New Bern. And by HealthWise Pharmacy in Greenville, locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker. HealthWise Pharmacy puts you and your health first. Here's Patrick Johnson with Coach Cliff Godwin. East Carolina taking the 19th annual Keith LeClaire Classic uh, Championship with them as they uh, sweep through three very diverse opponents. Head coach Cliff Godwin joining us uh, here uh, as uh, we talk some Pirate Baseball on a Monday. Coach, always great to catch up with you. Congratulations on uh, what is always a noteworthy and, and emotional and special weekend in Pirate Nation. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, awesome weekend, awesome weather, awesome crowd. Um, you know, guys played great the entire week from last Sunday to yesterday. Um, and it's amazing when you're worried about the team and not worried about yourself, how, how good we have the ability to be. And I just thought that was a lot of those games were vintage ECU baseball. And 
guys pitched in the clutch, guys hit in the clutch. We executed our plan offensively. We played great defense. Uh, and, you know, you come out and you, you win five games in a row, and it's really only because of us worrying about the team and not worried about individual statistics. Coach, uh, do want to kind of go through a couple of uh, the, the games from the weekend and some highlights and some moments, but um, uh, this was a team that uh, was said they couldn't hit. All of a sudden, uh, they're swinging pretty good bats. And, and in a couple of occasions, double-digit runs have been put up. Well, we've scored five runs or more dating back to last Sunday, and we always talk about scoring five or more runs uh, each game offensively. If we can do that, we're putting ourselves in a good situation to win. And, uh, yeah, five on uh, last Sunday against Carolina. I think 12 against Duke. Um, I forget what the score was on Friday night. Five or six runs on Friday night. Mm -hmm. Five, four. And then, um, of course, ten runs on Saturday against Michigan and then six yesterday. So, uh, I thought our guys did a great job offensively all week. Let's go back uh, to Tuesday and and Duke. And uh, it was sort of, uh, in a way, uh, reminiscent of past uh, Duke and ECU games in that uh, kind of uh, it's tough to push across runs early. All of a sudden, uh, from the fifth inning on, the Pirate bats started to to, to swing well, and uh, you had uh, it, it even saw them come back and rally with that two-run jack in the bottom of the fifth. But from that point on, uh, your guys uh, uh, hit the ball well, but you also got tremendous pitching on that day. No question. I thought it was a great team effort, and I, I mentioned this in the post game, but when you play at four o'clock at the triple A park, there's shadows in mm-hmm. between the mouth on play. It just makes it difficult to see um, early. And then once the shadows get out of there, it's just it's back to normal where you can see the baseball a lot better. Uh, we needed Nick Logish to have a quality start, which he did. And then the guys out of the bullpen did a great job. Josh Rose was great. Danny Bill was great. Um, and we just kept adding runs um, offensively, which was awesome. And then uh, the uh, Keith LeClaire Classic started on Friday uh, with uh, a, a big uh, game between Maryland and Michigan. And uh, Eric Backage, who we'll talk more about in a little bit uh, with his 300th uh, win. Pirates then take on in the second part of uh, Saturday, Friday's opening day, Indiana State, a team that uh, uh, the Pirates uh, – uh, got behind, actually, uh, in the game. Took the early lead. Uh, they came back top of the fourth with a, a two-spot, and we're leading 3-2. to two. So that was a back-and-forth game. Uh, and then uh, eventually go on uh, for the win there. And, again, uh, the pitching, in my mind, was the real start. Uh, Mayhew picked up the, the win, of course. Uh, but Garrett Saylor comes in and is just lights out uh, in his inning in a third of work. Yeah, it's great to see Saylor pitch great for us on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Cooch, you know, day short rest just wasn't, you know, sharp. And, and we could see that. And we were trying to get just four innings out of him, but we just got three. I thought Spivey coming in and just minimizing that situation with bases loaded, no outs, and only giving up two runs. Anytime you can do that, it's great. And our bullpen, man, they've done a good job just passing the ball. And, you know, Spivey gave it to, I guess, Sailor. Sailor gave it to Mayhew and then Skylar Brooks. Uh, or maybe I, I can't remember that the games are running together on me now. <laughs> right. Patrick, but the bullpen has been tremendous force, uh, just passing the ball along. Uh, in that game, a couple Pirates had a couple of hits. We've talked about uh, uh, Jenkins Coward, but uh, Carter Cunningham, I don't think in any of the visits I've had with you on the Cliff Godwin radio show that one time or uh, any of our talks here, I, I know you have talked about him, but we haven't talked about it in any of these settings. Uh, but uh, he had a couple of hits, scored a couple of runs for you that day, started in the outfield. Uh, youngster who's returning home this week uh, as far as to his home state when the Pirates head up to uh, to Virginia. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the sophomore Cunningham. Well, Carter and Zach are best friends. I grew up um, and, and Carter. Um, went to Gardner-Webb out of high school and then went to a junior college after the COVID shortened year. And, um you know, has always loved East Carolina. In high school, he was a skinny, kind of scrawny uh, dude that was a deep, you know, good baseball player, but probably not ready to play at East Carolina yet. And then he's done a great job in the weight room and had a great um, year in junior college down in Florida. And so, uh, you know, we committed him. And he's actually been one of our best players 
uh, in the fall and the spring, and he just started off slow. And, um, you know, him and I have had a lot of conversations. And, uh, you know, he's really playing this past week at the level that we anticipated him playing. Um, so we just need him to be consistent with his mentality and his approach. And if he does that, you know, everything else will take care of itself. You can hear more of Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin, the podcast, by going to our 94.3 The Game website and download it uh, there. It's available uh, for you uh, in that uh, form, and it is uh, covered by the Gavigate Agency and also by Healthwise Pharmacy. Uh, Inside the ECU Clubhouse, Coach Cliff Godwin, the podcast every uh, Monday morning. It is uh, released about mid-morning, so check it out there. ECU women in the third quarter inside of five minutes to go. They're down nine to Memphis, but are on a 7-3 run out of the uh, halftime locker room in the uh, AAC women's tournament. Men will play on Thursday at uh, 1 o'clock. ECU in Cincinnati uh, beginning things uh, that day in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Big thanks to Wes Durham for uh, being on with us uh, here today, ACC Network. Great to have him on. Uh, thanks to Cliff Godwin as well. Great job as always by Ben Byram. No show the next couple of days will be preempted by Pirate Baseball as East Carolina and Virginia Tech do battle tomorrow at 4 o'clock, 345 the airtime on the flagship of the Pirates, 94-3 the game. We'll be back Thursday. 5 o'clock with the Patrick Johnson Show for you. Hope Mike Oresco will be joining us on that day. Look forward to that. Been a while since we've had the commissioner on one way or the other. We hope to have him. I'll catch you then. And uh, as always, stay with our social media. Facebook, Twitter, 94.3 The Game for uh, all breaking sports news, Pirate Nation and beyond. So long, everybody. in Greenville across from Ron Ayers Motorsports and the new Chocowinity location next to the fire department. Stop in today for hot dogs, pizza, subs, apple and peach turnovers, homemade lemonade, and breakfast in Chocowinity featuring homemade cheese, ham and chicken biscuits, plus sausage dogs, and more. Warren's Hot Dogs. Want some? Get some. Go Pirates! Hey, I'm Gray Fussell. I'm a fourth-generation winemaker at Dupa Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now that I work full-time with my dad, I understand why Mom enjoys a glass of our Hatter's Red every night. Thanks for drinking Duplin and go Pirates! Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Are you ready for a new career? An amazing company chose Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. And Victra's Greenville contact center is growing rapidly. Victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victor is now hiring both full and part-time positions, and top performers earn $25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only. No outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Visit pit-jobs.com to apply now. 
Start something new in 2022 by continuing your education with short-term training at Pitt Community College. PCC's continuing education programs are available for those interested in a new career path, preparing for the workforce, or updating their current skills. Continuing education classes are offered online, in hybrid format, and face-to-face, with many being offered free of charge. Visit pittcc.edu today and let us help you in 2022. WRHD HD1, Farmville, Washington, Greenville. Greenville's home for sports 24-7. 24-7. 94.3 The Game and 94.3 The Game.